Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically, to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg. And welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. Hello, soccer fans, and welcome to our latest episode of the Fantasy Doctor Soccer Podcast. It's your host here, Andy, with my co-host, Berg. Berg, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Chilling, man. Chilling. Just um, spend uh, most of the day watching games. Um, witness, um, you know, Man United. Been uh, not demolished, but <laughs> there's still a lot of work to do. We're going to talk about that later on. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later on, along with news on Kevin De Bruyne, um, Maitland Niles, Alexis Sanchez. But we're going to start out by talking a little bit about David Alba, um, who is currently back in training. He was out for uh, about two weeks with a uh, knee bruise. Is that correct? Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the the rehab with like a, a bone bruise to your knee. How does that impact a player at all? A bone bruise to your knee? Well, you know, where in, on the knee? Is it on the side, in the front? Like they didn't really telling me exactly where the the bruise is but you know for for things like that you know if it's like a bruise and you know you usually like rest up you know ice rest up and uh, it depends on where the bruise is too if it's on the muscle then you get a something what you call a trolley horse and then um, you might actually not be able to move your leg you know fully you know might lose some range of motion so the best recommendation is just to you know try to keep moving the knee trying to keep moving the leg as much as possible so that you don't lose that range of motion and then like do some isometrics like um strengthening so that you know you don't you don't lose strength but as far as his injury though i don't know exactly where in the knee it was so i can't really speak too much on that if you know more let me know <laughs> all right well you heard it from Berg, the man himself. Um, but let's move forward, right? We got some news coming out of England, um, all sorts of injuries and controversy. Why don't we start with Manchester United and how they played today? Uh, what, do you, what do you think of their performance? <sighs> man United. Man United. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's funny how last week we talked about how Mourinho is not winning the dressing room. You know, they're... You know, Paul, there's a lot of controversy out now with Paul Pogba coming out in the media saying that I can't speak because if I speak, I'll get fined. <laughs> then uh, Mourinho's talking about he needs a center back when you have um, you have Eric Bailly and you have uh, Chris Smalling as your center back. We did, you know, decent last year. And now all of a sudden, like you pay a lot of money to get those guys in. And now all of a sudden you're saying that you want a center back. So what I witnessed today was... Like, it was bad. The defense, the way they organized the back four was horrible. Like, Eric Bailly got cut so many times, man. He made so many mistakes today, and that got into his head. You know when, um, you know, you're driving, right, and you're late, and then you, mm-hmm. you're trying to drive, 
and all of a sudden all the red lights like you think all the red lights are on forever like you pay attention <laughs> to all this stuff so that's that's exactly what happened to um, the defense today at Manchester United like one mistake and they just they just couldn't every little feel like they kept thinking about every little mistake that they made every first touch feels and clean I felt like that's all they were thinking about like they were not position position wise they were they were horrible mm. could not position himself why Eric Bayer made a lot of mistakes Paul Pogba gave the ball like three or four times in very dangerous position it, it, he it, it, it was frustrating today it was frustrating and I think you know like the Mourinho like in the, the energy in the dressing room definitely got into those players because all of a sudden you're talking about you want a new center back the center back that are already there now they're thinking oh my god like this this manager doesn't trust me like because he's already complaining that he needs a new center back now how do i keep playing for this guy you know how do i maintain professionalism and i think that that's getting to the player's head hopefully you know eric Bailly and um the other guy just play well next week but man he was um he was bad yeah, and, and not helping out Manchester United at the moment. Alexis Sanchez was not in the match squad today due to an unknown injury. Um, yeah, it's weird because it says, um, I think it was, um, they were about to select them after training to play in the game today. But, you know, uh, the report said like it's some, he felt that something wasn't right about him. So maybe it was a knock injury that didn't quickly heal as as it should. So they and Mourinho said, Hey, listen, I think he can play, but we have other options. If he doesn't feel a hundred percent, you know, let's give another guy a chance. You know, we got a bunch of hungry young guys like Martial and Rashford who can play the same position. And Lingard as well. Yeah, I mean they're they're loaded with talent, young talent, um, in all sorts of attacking positions upwards on the pitch. And yeah, but going over to the other side of Manchester, Kevin De Bruyne out for about three months with a uh, knee injury. It's a LCL, which is a ligament on the. Oh, this what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was trying to look look this up. It's like, okay, which ligament is this? Because he's just out for three months. If he was MC, if he was any other one, he'll be. Um, if he was ACL or PCL, it would be a lot longer. Yeah. And Berg, maybe you can give us some insight on this. He does not need surgery, right? Um, so is it safe to say that because of the length of the injury, about three months, and because he does not need surgery, would you say this is about like a grade two? Yeah, I would. I would look. I was looking this up too. I was doing some research on it. I think. I think it's about a grade two, really, because grade two it says it takes about, um, I think, take about six to eight weeks. But that six to eight weeks of will be rehabilitation, and then the the next couple of weeks will be um, just return to play. Yeah. That's why it's taking him a little bit. It's just about three months. Okay. So gotcha. Hopefully, he has a speedy recovery. I expect him to actually be back even early before that. See, I was I was looking at the timelines and everything, and I think that if anything, it might be maybe a week or two longer. Yeah, a week or two longer. Yeah, because um, he has had an LCL injury before in tw- in twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Yeah, I I was actually well, I was watching that earlier today. Was it the same leg though? Uh, that's what I'm not sure on. Okay. That's what I'm not sure on. Um, but they have an international break, 
right as that three month window is going to close. So mm. I don't think he'll go on to go play for um, Belgium because I mean, it, I feel like it, it doesn't build much trust between your, your club and your country when you're returning straight from an injury and then flying straight off to go play and probably what's going to be a friendly match. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-mm. No, but you know, as you can see, I clearly <laughs> like they didn't need him today. That is true. That is true. Go fest. What I was, I was watching Manchester City, and you, you heard it last week. I was watching Manchester City against Arsenal, and I'm like, "Wow, this team, we're getting our ass kicked right now." And then I looked on the bench, and Kevin De Bruyne was sitting on the bench. He wasn't even playing. <laughs> I think honestly, Manchester City will be completely fine in terms of league play and cup play. But oh yeah, totally. where, where I'm worried at is if they get a UCL draw that could be like a group of death situation because that's mm-hmm. when you need Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. But in all seriousness, so like today they didn't really need him. Even Sterling wasn't playing today. I was just wondering where he was, if he was injured, but there was no report of injury. So I was a little bit confused, but you know, they had a lot of, a lot of quality today. Six <laughs> one. Yeah. Six one. And I think they were three, nothing um, by the, like the 28th minute. Wow. Okay. That's how bad it was. I, 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 at some point, like, I, I went back to bed. Was like, this, game <laughs> this game is boring. Like, no, nah, I feel you on that. Um, going over to London, Arsenal, we have Maitland Niles, who low-key fractured his left fibula um, out for six to eight weeks. And with the fibula, it's, it's like your – it's the bone on the outside of your lower leg. Mm-hmm. It's not your shin bone, your big shin bone that you can feel. It's kind of right on the outside of it. It's a little bit harder to feel. Um, but he can walk while he has this broken leg injury. Is that correct? Yes, he can. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about why? Well, most of your weight is actually supported by your shin bone, by your tibia, your shin bone, and the fibula is actually – it's there for a little bit of support and to make the ankle joint, um, lower ankle joint and upper ankle joint too. But it's not. You have um, the reason why I think he can't really play is because you know one of your hamstring, um, so he's actually attached to the head of that bone. So you know any any sort of um, you know rotation or, or leg rotation and whatnot, ankle rotation will actually um, pull onto the head of that bone. So that Gotcha. So he can precautionary measure there, but yeah, he can walk. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he's going to be out for uh, about six to eight weeks and then he'll be in action shortly. But in the meantime, Arsenal stuck with a precarious situation for mm-hmm. left back. You have Kolasnik out, you have Maitland Niles, who's really more of a left-sided midfielder also out. So now it's on Monreal to really fill the shoes and try to produce over the next few weeks, it's going to be yeah, tough for him. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's tough on all the fullback. Let me tell you, they ate um, – Hazard and Kovacic ate Bellowin alive yeah. this weekend. Like, <laughs> Bellowin was I, – I keep asking me if he, if he has lost speed because he kept, they kept burning him. Yeah. I, I don't think it's – it's his decision-making. I think that's what it is, and – he was getting beat by Marcus Alonso. I know. Like, he was a slow player. Yeah. <laughs> like, speed is not the issue with him. And the commentators were saying on the TV, like, when you're, 
one-on-one with Marcus Alonso, it's not the speed, it's your positioning and it's your decision-making. And it's, it's rough to see. It's rough to watch. It is. Oh, man. Oh, I'm pretty sure you were very frustrated with Obama Yan, who kept skyrocketing oh. every balls that he get. Uh, I, listen, man, we're, let's not talk too much about that game. <laughs> <laughs> but in all, in all seriousness, there – that game was very, very interesting to watch. Yeah, was, it was a good game. It was yeah. A good game. Two new managers both trying to put their style on their team and two new systems coming in. And because of that, there were mistakes all over the pitch on both sides. Uh, much yeah. more in the first half than the second. But yeah, definitely much more. Yeah. Stuff. It was a very interesting game, though. It's funny because I was, I was banking on Arsenal to actually win the game. Man. And they were. They were producing. It's just... Obama and man couldn't put yeah. that ball in the back of the net. Oh man, see, and I'm not a fan of him playing on the left wing either because if you pay, what was it, seventy million for him last winter? Play him, play him up front, play him up front. Where does he usually play? Does he usually play? Oh no, he plays up top. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he plays up top except when Lacazette comes in, then he goes over to left wing. Ah, uh, man. I, if, if he doesn't produce, like I said, it's going to take his place because that boy is hungry. That is true. That is very, very true. That boy is hungry. Mm. Yo, how was the game? How was the Barcelona game? I didn't get a chance to watch it. Barcelona won. I think it was either 3-0 or 3-1. Messi scored. Coutinho scored. Crew's doing good. Yeah, the party already started. <laughs> After this podcast, I'm about to watch my Madrid and see... How are you transitioning without the, the king? Yeah, that's going to be very interesting to watch. I have a question for you, and we yeah. can maybe close up the podcast with this. Um, given the fact that Juventus has gotten to the Champions League final so many times in the past, not so many times, but a good amount of times in the past two, three years, and they have taken Cristiano Ronaldo from Real Madrid, who have won it the past three years, who do you think has a higher chance of winning the Champions League, Real Madrid or Juventus? Um, I think Barcelona has a higher chance of winning <laughs> than, than any of the other team. Let me tell you. But okay, just just because Ronaldo went over to um, Italy doesn't mean that Juventus all of a sudden is going to win the Champions League. Like even the coach said that they said, "Don't count on Ronaldo too much, guys," because. We still got a lot of work to do. Yes, he brought a lot of stimulus because he's a five-time, um, you know, Ballon d'Or winner. But, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done like, throughout the season before, um, you know, you can talk about, you know, all of that. But, you know, he, he actually played well. Um, I watched some of his highlights yesterday. He, he had a lot of shot on goal. So, you know, the, the, the guy is still, he's still there. Gotcha. He's still there, man. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I think this year, you know, if Barcelona doesn't, doesn't win it, I don't think you'll win it at any time soon. <laughs> Seriously, you might be right on that. And Messi gave a speech to the fans the other day, and he's, he wants that trophy. He wants it back. You want, he, <laughs> he wants it back? Yeah, he wants it back. That's his trophy. It's been on loan to you guys for far too long. Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Like, who do you think's going to win the Ballon d'Or? Like, like <sighs> In January, man, like it's 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 tough. Now I don't even know. It's real tough, and it is tough. It's the first year where it's so tough where you can't even. You know, like, 
who's going to win it? I think I'm going to have to go. It's going to be, I think this is the last year that it will be either Ronaldo or Messi. Like it's going to be one of those two. And I think from here on out, it's going to be a shrew competition because oh, okay. I, I think the fact that Ronaldo and Messi were in the same league and rivals of the two biggest teams in the world, that alone set them apart in terms of having one and two. But now they're separated a little bit more, they're a little bit older. Um, I think this year it'll go to either Messi or Ronaldo, and after that will be true competition. Uh, well, okay. Messi and Ronaldo. I feel like I don't even know who who can win it. I mean, I don't even know. Like, was is Ronaldo? No, I don't think. For some reason, my gut is saying we're not going to win it this year. But then again, even in the Champions League, ah. I can't say that because he played a big role in getting them into, you know. Yeah, that second half of the season, yeah. January on, was Ronaldo's season, you know. And it's not going to go to Luka Modric because Ronaldo was a better player for him during Real Madrid's time, even though Luka Modric had a spectacular World Cup. It's not going to be Mohamed Salah because Ronaldo oh, yeah. equally had a second half that was better. Um and right. Salah didn't so, so, play so, in the World Cup. Yeah, Salah didn't didn't play in the World Cup. So that if he had played and produced, then we we could have made a case. Yeah. But, oh. Wow. We'll see. That'd be crazy. Six time Ballon d'Or winner. I'll retire after that. <laughs> I'll retire. Just retire. Just 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 don't even move to America. <laughs> just retire. True. All right. You got anything else for our listeners today, Berg? That is about. That's about it. That is about. It. We're trying uh, to get some guests for you guys to come. Yeah, um, we're working on it. We got one confirmed guest um, that'll probably be on late September, early October. Working on a few more, and yeah, we're excited. Okay. All right. That is it, guys. Um, hope you had a nice week. And I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, be sure to give us a five-star review, and see you next time. All right. Later.